millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to this isolation quarantine podcast. Um, it's going to be a lively show today. There's no doubt about that. I am Tom Shanklin. I'm Die Flats. Why is it going to be lively? I don't know. I just wanted to sound upbeat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be lively because um, Dwayne John Peel is coming on the podcast later. We're going to call him. Uh, we're actually going to Peely. FaceTime Peely. him. Peely. Yeah. The Peel Meister. Yeah. We're going to FaceTime him, but you guys listening won't see that. Um, I just want to see what he looks like, what he's wearing, um, how long his neck's become. He's got quite a long neck, isn't he? Cyril the Swan. Used to call him, <laughs> uh, and I'm not spoken to him for for time, man. For time, so for time is it? I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I'd send him the odd text. Um, his mum's not been very well, so um, you know, we'll just find out about um, how he's coping at the moment, and hopefully some bloody inside knowledge about when the league and rugby's going to start again. When it's safe, I don't reckon there is any. Oh, um, stop it, Dave. Stop it. I said this was going to be lively. It's going to be positive. Um, just because Clean Air Bath hate you, you don't have to spread that on to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there might be a couple. It might be a. I think it's a bloke because he calls me mate every now and again on tweets. But I think there's a. You know, some people in their Twitter handles they put their name or the name of their profile rather, and they put certain symbols in there. Um, this person, I think, has multiple accounts and is very, very anti, um, well, pro uh, climate, you know, not pro climate change, pro uh, what do you call it? You know what I'm saying? He wants to take care of the environment, which is great, but very, very anti bath rugby and piled in um, when coronavirus really kicked off and people started to die, piled in and said, bath rugby want to build a car park or want to build a, a rubber have a, if they have a rubber pitch they'll do this and they want a car park and it's going to damage the environment 
And at this time, it basically, he used coronavirus, the coronavirus to slag off Bath Rugby Stadium plans. And it's like, mate, it was actually really tasteless. And I don't normally bother with stuff like that, but I fired in, which you enjoyed. And he ended up <laughs> trying try to fire back into me and then deleted his original tweet. It was actually a really gross tweet that he put out. But then yesterday he was piling into me saying that I'm uh, polluting the air because I'm doing barbecues in my garden. Mm. And then the government have asked us to stop. So I went and Googled it and I was like, I couldn't find the government having asked us to stop barbecuing in our gardens. I think Australia, maybe, but God, they love a barbecue, don't they? They Oh, nothing else to do down there. Um, Yeah, but you're sort of, you're a scapegoat, aren't you? You know, he's sort of, hey. he's venting all his frustration through you. Um, yeah, but he's really, he was straight away, like, mm. really, really aggressive. So I just blocked him. And that's that's actually quite frustrating when you want to be angry with somebody. Yeah. So what so, have you done? I don't with, know who he is, but I don't care who he is. What have you done with the petrol generator for your outside lighting? And all your, that's what I need. All your five diesel cars on your forecourt. That's what I need. I was mm. going to, I was going to make a hilarious joke online and say, well, I've offset it by not driving the Range Rover for the last three weeks. But then I thought, nah, it might not go down brilliantly. Make sure you do drive it because <laughs> you don't want the DPD filter filling up because I, that's my nemesis. No, the DEF, diesel exhaust fluid. DPD is a delivery firm that brings your meat boxes to you. Yeah, I'm just getting confused now. That's JCB what, what isolation done to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got it. You know well, the I'm, one. I'm, I'm driving a lot. I'm driving a lot at the moment. Um, I'm just, I've got a little, as you know, a little, a tiny little place down in Devon. And um, I'm just going down there and spending a few days there at the moment undercover, not tweeting about it and just chilling out on the boat and doing oh. barbecues. And Are you going on quad going bikes? Going for walks. Yeah, going on quad bikes. Uh, just going down mm. there. and I know something uh, like that. It's nice. You stop at the services on the way down and yeah. have lunch and stuff. It's really there's no one on the road, so it's great. Ah, well done. You're obviously joking. Um, please, yeah. Please tell people because <laughs> a lot of people Somebody will think, won't realize. a lot of people you're actually thinking will actually think you're being literal because they know what you like. <laughs> they know what you like when it comes to rules and laws. I'm a well, I'm an activist actually. Well, that's um, what I think of your selection policy. Now leave me alone. Welcome to John O'Groats. Say again. So that's what I think of your selection policy. Now leave me alone. I'm walking to John O'Groats for some oh, yeah. <laughs> special people. <laughs> Let me tell you about something I was I did yesterday, which really bore fruit today. Oh. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So, well, teed it up. Obviously, we're all. I guess we're all slash most of us trying not to spend any money at the moment because um, we might never earn any money ever again, and we're just sort of delaying homelessness really a lot of us self-employed people but um keep it upbeat but i did go online and i did spend um over four pounds uh, on amazon and i got a little light blue rubber ball with a spout a long spout on the end which i had before but had one but lost it mm. and i'm I'm not I'm not showering all the time, Drew. I'll try and make this I'll try and keep this short. I'm not very good at that. I'm not I'm probably showering every other day at the moment just to, to save the environment. And um also because I can't be asked, but I am quite pernickety about certain things being up together. And my cauliflower ear doesn't um clean itself as well as a normal ear, right? Oh, so well, I'm I'm always well I'm always at it. I've we know got, what I mean. I haven't like, got self cleasing ears. 
No, but they do. They kind of do a bit, and they they right. stay about right. And you're not meant to use Q-tips and stuff for your ears, are you? But my collie gets clogged up a little bit because it's got a funny shape, and the air doesn't flow through it or something. So I got one of these little things, and you suck up, you suck up a load of warm water into it, and you put the spout in your ear, and you squirt it into your ear. You do like half a cup's worth of water or a cup of warm water. You squirt it in. And it's not like loads of stuff. I love this stuff. Like I'm addicted to this kind of stuff online. And I watch all these pimple popper videos and ingrown toenail removals and tooth removals and stuff. And not a lot came out. And I was like, oh, boring. The kids would gather around. They couldn't wait. It was a real family thing. Um, it was going to be a great day. But nothing really came out. And then today, I turned my head to look at something, felt something in my ear, pulled out. I don't want to exaggerate this. Size of... No, the size of Africa. One, <laughs> one five pence piece on top of another. Photo evidence. No, it's gone. I should have done that. It's gone in the bin. All right. There, yeah, I don't believe you then. Don't believe it's you. true. Um, I don't believe ears are self cleansing. Cleansing. I believe hair is when you grow it uh, when you don't wash it for a certain amount of time, and also um, a woman's anatomy. I think is is self cleansing, but ears are new what to me. What is? You heard. What a woman's anatomy is it really? Apparently so. When I've researched it, for you'd know medical purposes. Yeah, <laughs> you'd know. <laughs> okay, so what what was it that you pulled out? Cartilage, wax. Um, no, it was a no. It Blood? was a key ring. A key ring. Lego. Um, it was one of those key rings with a laser on the end of it. I wonder why I had a headache. Yeah. Um, make you go blind, they can. A cocoon. It was a cocoon. No, it was a. It was half a tarantula. It was. Um, I couldn't tell you what it was, but you wouldn't want to eat it. Oh, okay. Well, well, you might. I wouldn't. Take photos. Kids loved it. Take photos of stuff like that because that. Is I know you're right. You want to sell that? Off, actually, get it tested. I'll actually go back in the bin when I go downstairs in a bit. I'll go back in the bin see if I can find it. <laughs> um, do you know what I'd love right now? And I text you about it, and I, I saw it. A proper aggressive hat. Go on then. What a. A model racing car which I can build. Oh yeah, um, I think that'd be brilliant. Could take you probably maybe four days, four evenings. But yeah, remember the Tamiya ones? Yeah, like, I think there was. I can't remember if it was Bigfoot or this Grasshopper. Clodbuster. Yeah, something like that. I reckon. Um, which you could lunchbox. You could take your time. Linford Christie, which you could take your time to build, <laughs> paint it. You know, make sure it's perfect. Um, and then yeah. take it out in the garden or out the front. But I can't bring myself to spend money at the moment. So I'm going to put that on my birthday list. And I also want uh, an M6 driver. Um, they're on sale at the moment as well for like 250 quid, which when I come back um, into work and I start earning, that is probably going to be my first purchase. Make myself feel better. The M6 for driver. Se- for golf season, yeah. Yeah. What are you? What's the first thing you're going to buy slash get for free? Well, uh buy it's funny that i'm i'm a i'm a uh tammy akino as well because i follow them on twitter and i love all their stuff but i've never actually got around to buying one now would be the perfect time to have one but i don't want to spend 300 quid really um uh well god tommy first thing i buy is uh deck shoes deck shoes oh no. god you know what i don't know what i'll buy i don't feel like i'd I don't feel massively like I need anything that I haven't got at the moment. You so used to spend a lot. Food. You used to spend a lot. Masses. Yeah. Um, do you think this time in isolation has sort of 
showed you that you actually don't need to spend um, because now is yeah. the time which probably most online spending gets done when you're bored, when you're looking through your computer, yeah. what can I buy? But because I, I'm the I've same. Never, I've, I've never spent less than I have in the last month. I think at one stage I got addicted to Amazon. You know, I'd buy stuff yeah. just to send it back. But I actually realize now the only thing I really need is food and liquid. Yeah. Um, so I'd say this period that we have been locked up, I've spent less than any other period. Because you're not using your car, you're not driving, you're not buying yeah. stupid things, clothes. Um, my biggest purchase, I think, has been some um, some face cream. You got face cream. Mm. Yeah, so. it's definitely got it's, it's definitely got a bronzing element to it, hasn't it? Might have a hint of something in it or a tint. Ah! Some, some L'Oreal high like hydration cream. It's not got a tint of anything in it, mate. I've just been out in the sun. Um. So yeah, this has taught okay, me that face cream. You know, stop buying stupid purchases that you never ever use. Yeah. So I said I bought a couple of things. I bought a couple of barbecue rubs i bought a little a charcoal chimney starter thing which is like oh, the tenor. they are good yeah because my other one's in devon and i can't go and get it um and a basting brush i bought a couple of basically and some heavy duty tin foil basically i've probably spent about 20 quid yeah on barbecue stuff and that is a, just to make life easier and that is about it really mm. Mm. just don't need anything do we no like it's no not really um now you've got Netflix. You've got yeah. Amazon. You've got um, Spotify, Amazon Prime, Netflix, BTTV. Done. Do you know, uh, someone's been tweeting us because we've mentioned uh, Tiger King quite a bit. Louis Theroux has done a documentary on Joe Exotic. I think it was actually done before Tiger King was released. And that is yes. on Netflix. It's meant to be really good. I also saw you, not that I'm stalking you um, or jealous of you, you but I saw you converse i think with chris jones from bbc um, yes does a rival podcast um uber slick um yeah looks a little bit homeless he you were talking to him about save me <laughs> and save me too oh so i've just started that it's on sky atlantic i think or sky one oh it's on Lenny catch James. Up now yeah he's really good he was also in line of duty i think the first ever series um really like him i'm probably i think i'm three episodes in and i love yeah. it i love it so he is you. just thank you Chris. he's a man David. he's a man who's barely holding it together isn't he yeah um mm. i think it's i think it's brilliant it's funny because i i mentioned it to someone i know a member of my family and she said oh i just i really struggle to watch that because he's just I can't basically can't watch him in it. I can't watch him. It's unbearable. And then I mentioned it. Um, I was driving actually the other day, driving uh, back from the shop, and I drove past a friend and stopped and spoke for like they were behind their gate, sort of thing. And I said, "Have you watched that?" And she was like, "No, I just can't watch him. I cannot watch him in that. It's unbearable. It's funny, isn't it?" But why? I don't know. Maybe because he's just in free fall, isn't he? And it's just excruciating to watch. I don't know. He's amazing. Hmm. He is. I he is amazing. Great. So I've been watching that. Um, finished Ozark. He wrote it as well, by the way. Yeah, he wrote I saw it. that. I saw that. Um, finished Ozark, Series 3. Wow. Have you? Wow. What a great ending. What, what a great series. I think that has been my favourite series out of all of them, Series 3. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm only four in. Um, I, I'm not spoiling it for you at all, but it's brilliant. 
Do you know what my brilliant. kids are caught into the last few days? They're allowed a movie Dexter. a day at the moment. Um, no, Nightmare on Elm Street. Jilly Cooper, Jilly Cooper Riders books. Um, they've got into Harry Potter. Never watched it. I've, yeah. ne- I've never watched any of them or read the Have books. You not? And they lo- no, and they love it. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's. I mean, I can I can get my head around Harry Potter and you know the magic that that goes on. That's believable, but. A ginger kid, Ron Weasley, having two friends. No. I know. Think about it. <laughs> think about it. Um, it is brilliant. The, the imagination in those movies is just out. They of get this better world. as well because they sort How of, they? yeah, they evolve with the watchers. The you know? So when people first start watching them, they're you know, as they grow older, so you know the magic and the films actually get for an older generation as well. So it's really good. Mm. Um, they've also got spin-offs of the Harry Potters as well, um, which really? are good. Yeah. What are they? Oh, I'm trying to think of it now. Um, I'll have to Google what they are. Oh, I'm trying to get the girls to watch E.T., but they want to want to watch every Harry Potter at the moment. Oh, uh, by the way, I've got, um, I've got a big joint of pork. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, well done. Okay, I'll have a look at that. I've got a big joint of pork today, tonight, and I'm going, I'm putting it on the jotisserie. I'm going to try and rotisserie a joint of pork. Okay, don't dry it out because mm. that's that's why I don't eat pork that much. I mean, if it's cooked well, it's well. It's I'm going to rub it. I'm going to rub it silly. It's a beautiful. Try and lock some of that moisture in. Yeah, I made homemade sausage rolls yesterday, as you saw. Yeah, they look pretty special. Yeah, um, really easy. Do you want to make them? Yeah. Okay, it's too easy actually. You buy some puff pastry. Yeah. Roll it out. Um. I've got Put your sausage in it and cut it into bits. Well, take the skin off the sausage first. Yeah. Season it a bit. I, I use a bit of Worcester sauce. But you can sort of cut the skin off the sausage and leave it in the same shape. Um, salt and pepper. Um, egg wash it. And then fold it over. Sort of um, squeeze oh, it down with it. a fork. And I put some sesame seeds on it just for show. I mean, the picture I showed, it looked really dark, the meat. But it wasn't. It was... Um, Lush, was fine. it? Yeah. Perfect. Oh, well done. That's good stuff. That's, that's like a, that's stuff, like a um, a, um, a cheat day snack though. Yeah, that's good. Do you know what I will? Um, every day is cheat day for me. Tonight I will also double wrap some um, potatoes in tin foil, and I will just chuck them down on the coals. Yeah. For a while, the pork's cooking, and they will be lush. Oh, uh, you sound like a scout. You sound like a scout doing a, a Duke of Edinburgh <laughs> award or something. <laughs> will you have a toggle on? Hey, were you a scout? No, I wet myself at um, Cubs, at Beavers. I wet myself at Beavers and never went back. Uh, I was a, I was a cub for a little bit, but bet you were. Then I found girls. Uh, no, I found sport. Um, didn't have time. How, didn't have. How time. old were you when girls started liking you? Um, Forty-one prob- after the second Grand Slam, I think, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Till then, I really struggled. Yeah, I never quite got there. I'd love to have got there. There was it a few of us, so though. Good. It wasn't just me. Gethin Jenkins, another one. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Hanging bloke. And then you get you, you get Jamie Roberts, then, who turns up, and, you know, he, he's got a whole PR team behind him. He still has now, actually. Um, just follow on social media. But, do you know what? You know, a, a, good chat, a good A lockdown challenge for Jamie would be to do a good deed and not tell anyone about it. That'd be a good challenge for him. Ooh, that that is a challenge. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I just don't do any good deeds. 
I do. I, um, I sponsor a lot of people. I'd I'd love I'd love to do like um what Ryan Jones is doing. He did a, he ran a marathon in his garden. Fair go play. on then. I can't run, mate. My knee's knackered. It's so sore at the moment. I'm, is I'm, it? I'm trying to row in the garden. It even hurts. I can feel like something flicking every time my knee bends. Ooh. Um, he's doing a uh, hundred mile cycle. A hundred people are joining in. I think to do it online. So obviously you need the equipment, whether it's like a a yeah, spin yeah. bike or. Because yeah, otherwise you'd do it, wouldn't you? If you had the equipment, you'd do it, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Um, but he's raised 10 grand for that and also the money he raised for his marathon. So, Oh, legend. That's class. I yeah. love that. I mean, people do a lot of challenges, which I think is amazing. But I'm one of those that I like to sponsor. That's yeah. my way of giving something back. But yeah, I don't tell everyone about it. I'm just telling you now. And if you, you just did? Yeah, well, I'll edit this bit out. You know me. Yeah, all right, fella. Um, um by the way, Tommy, I'm trying to eat more fish at the moment. Okay. What fish? Well, salmon. I've tried a bit of coli because it's super cheap and it's actually quite tasty if you garlic it up a little bit. Monkfish is my favourite fella. Collie or coli? You're coli. In, you're in a collie. Coli. Okay. I, but monkfish, monkfish is my favourite. Okay. Meaty, isn't it? Well, I'm making fish pie. Next couple of days. Uh, yeah. I don't really like smoked fish though. I like smoked salmon, but I don't like smoked sort of mackerel or kippers. Ever, ever since someone hid four smoked mackerel in my car. In my oh Hyundai yeah, your Kia. Accent. My Hyundai, Hyundai accent. accent. That's right. Yeah. Sport. One point three. Yeah. Sport. Um. So. Um, piss Shanklin. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato sauce. Thank you, Kevin Sorrell. <laughs> On the bonnet, well done, Kev. Um, but I'm making it with cod, salmon, and some prawns. Oh, that'd be nice, fella. Philadelphia, maybe some creme fraiche, some lemon juice, some parmesan as a sort of cheese sauce, and a, a layer of a mix between potato and sweet potato on top. Complex carbs for a complex Gross. guy. Very, yeah, you really are. Yeah, um, God, you really are, fella. I, I'm an onion when it comes to my feelings and emotions. You really are. I know, um, I know what it we, feels um, like to cry. Should we have a chat with old Pilo then? Well, what are we going to talk to him about? Um, I'm going to ask him about getting kicked in the head by Danny Grucott. Okay. I'm going to ask him about whether he really likes Mike Phillips or not, or if he actually resents him. And Gareth Cooper. Who does he like more? Yeah. Mike Phillips, Gareth Cooper, or Rob Howley? Yeah. <laughs> Rank them in yeah, order. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Who, and then who do you think is the best player? Okay. Um, it sounds better coming from you, right? Because I know him very well. But ask him if he had to sing a song after a game with another player um, who uh, used to play in the back row slash second row, what song would he sing? Because he does a great rendition. If, I, if he had to what? Say that again. If he had to sing a song after a game with another player. Yeah. Um, it's John Thomas, okay, but you know, don't obviously say that. Who would the other player be, and what song would he sing? Okay, fine. Um, right, let's call him. Okay, right, let's go. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. 
no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, Peely. How are you, pal? You okay? Good. How's it going? Good, thanks, mate. Very good. Very good. Where, are mate. you in Ireland or Wales? No, I'm in Ireland. Northern Ireland. How can we get to the level of very good then, mate? Because we're Uh, (laughs) we're all right at the moment. Like, I want to be your level. Very good's pushing it. You're flying. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Absolutely (laughs) flying. Best time I've ever had. He's got a job, that's why. I'm talking myself positive. Yeah, Uh, the missus is in earshot, that's all. That's it, yeah. He's just got a job, mate. He doesn't want to go on about it, but he has got a job, so he's fine. Oh. Uh, Right. What's crack? Oh, nothing, mate. Nothing, mate. We're just, we're just chewing the fat online, just trying to kill a couple of hours, have a bit of me time. So. Nice, mate. Yeah. Yeah. How are you, it's anyway? Time. I'm good, thanks. Yeah. How's the I'm family? Good. Yeah, they're okay. Okay. Yeah. Weather's good, isn't it? Helps. Yeah. Oh, ima- imagine this—the middle of November. Oh, um, if we after Christmas, we're shocking weather. Can you imagine having that three weeks at home inside? Oh, no, horrible. Yeah, horrible. Are you? Um, how many kids have you got? Two. How old are they? Nine and six. Oh, they're horrible, man. Okay, well. they're horrible. You homeschooling? <laughs> <Are they? laughs> you homeschooling? Oh yeah. 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 Uh, half hour in the morning. That's it. Yeah. We do a lot of PE. Yeah. PE. Yeah, exactly. We do a lot of PE and HE as well. We do a lot of HE uh, as well. <laughs> Baking. Yeah. Cooking. Uh, good stuff. You yeah. know, TV can be educational, like, you know, Harry Potter, there's some new words exactly. in that, the learning about wizards. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so what are you doing with your time then, boy? Um, we'll just kind of keep busy. So we're doing a bit of stuff, uh, a bit of work stuff, a bit of planning and stuff. Yeah. Um, just trying to get all that, that done. Uh, homeschooling. Yeah. Are you, a, are you a good teacher or no? No, no. Do you do it in Welsh? The, the oh. wife. You do. No, we have we have uh, we have Welsh lesson on the Friday. Do you? Yeah. Can you speak Welsh? Do you speak Welsh? Yeah, yeah. We speak Welsh at home, so they can they can speak Welsh, but they're not not ideal at reading and stuff yet. Reading Welsh because Aye. they're not doing it in school and stuff. So we're just trying to get them topped up. Um, we've basically rung you right, so we want some inside knowledge or information about when the season's going to start. 
new. Yeah, can you tell yeah. us when coronavirus is going to end, please? Next week. Is <laughs> <laughs> it start next week? So I don't know. It's obviously up in the air. Are we starting recording yet or not? Are we yeah. just shooting the we're in. No, we're oh, in, right. mate. We're in. Oh, we're mate, in. you got to give me the heads up, man. <laughs> Shanks never does. Got, He's an absolute i got to put my business, business head on. Shanks is a knifer. Get your PR head uh, on. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Jamie Robinson's got a team, a PR team. We'll let you lend it out. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, now, so we don't like so. So we're off, um, or not off for boys at home training uh, for another for another month, more than a month at least. So mid May, yep. mid May the eighteenth is the plan. Day we'll go back to group training, but obviously that's that's up in the air, I don't suppose. Um, Who knows? Until really, when? Yeah, and, and and in terms of the league and stuff, we we really we're really unsure really of what what. You know, obviously that everything else will dictate, I suppose. I've seen on social media you've taken your wife Jess um, for a couple of hard sessions and some training sessions as well. What Tommy! You, what you, yeah, what <laughs> Come on, mate. We, what do you mean? That's what I meant. What have you been... Um, how, you, how have you been keeping fit? No, so we've been doing the jaw wicks with the kids. We yeah. did that like for two days. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. well the, kids, the kids are bored of it, but me and Jess are still do it. Yeah. The kids so, lost interest yeah. after they didn't get yeah. a shout out. So yeah, exactly, exactly. So they've been uh, that's we've been trying to do that, and then just just knocking around the garden, trying to keep busy, really. Yeah. Um, yeah do you so reckon the lads are training, or do you reckon do you reckon there's a few lads who aren't bothering? Well, they've got GPS units, so it's not like oh. an hour, it's not like our day where you could uh, terror. Yeah, you could put it on the dog. <laughs> The heart rate monitor on the dog. <laughs> oh, that is Sarah. GPS. That's so out of order. Yeah. So they, they, you know, that's pretty. The boys are pretty keen. You know, what it's like though. I think, I think just because they've sent you send out home programs, I think just having structure is important for them. And, it, and like when you're in rugby and stuff, I think everything's catered for you and structure of the day. And yeah. You know, everything's you, you hear you hear, you know there's times of everything, timings for everything. So I think. I'm a structure for the lads is huge, I think. So just having home programs probably really you know, really good mentally as well. You cooking or just cooking or what's your go to nah, meal? I'm not a great cook. No. So I've been barbecuing a bit. Mm. Like, yes, I enjoy like the barbecue. It. Like it. Um It's the so, way to cook it's the best way to cook because you're outside and it makes you feel cool. Yeah, yeah, and you can have a you can have a quiet beer then as well mm. when you're barbecuing. Yeah. yeah. Except uh, um my son put a spiral bomb on my barbecue yesterday, which I wasn't too pleased about. <laughs> oh. bent, bent the handle a bit, so... Oh, no. The spiral... They're actually very difficult to do, aren't they? Yeah. You were the master at them, though. <laughs> Remember they used to call me the mule? <laughs> Why? I actually don't know. I don't know. We had a move called the mule. Where I'd, I'd, when I had to play on the wing, I'd have to come off the wing and take it off nine. And kick. Which... <laughs> and kick. <laughs> you took you took it off you took it off Dwayne there. I was a left. Did you make any ground? Uh, yeah, Depend- straight to death. <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick ball, quick ball, quick, quick ball. That's diving at ankles. Backwards. That's diving at ankles like uh, Matthew Reese. Peely, uh, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about um, something I remember, which um, you may remember, but I played for a long time with Danny Grucock, who you will have played against a few times. England yeah. Wales games and uh, Wales England rather sorry and um, he used to have various techniques for hurting people but making it look like part of the game like he would he would very happily chase a kickoff when his team was kicking and he would 
jump really high for the ball with his knee in the air and it might just knee you right in the back or the Swede or something, but it looked like he was going for the ball. One of his techniques for a while was, you know, when players... Yep. <laughs> I got it's the scar on my head. I've got the, still got the scar on my head. Yeah. <laughs> Have see you? It there? there you go. Yeah, see it yeah, there? That's it. Yeah, that's we were on FaceTime. Yeah, we can see it. FaceTime, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously, but that's that's it. Yeah. Wrinkles. With his, that's yeah, I know. That's because he's just let right stressful. over and just boot you on, and he said, "I'm going for the ball, ref. Going for the yeah. counter right." Yeah. Do you remember that? Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's funny actually because um, I've got a grog. Like uh, um, at home, and it's got the blood of that game coming, like that that oh, incident. So my my boy keeps asking me about it. He keeps oh, wanting memories. to see it all the time. Do you remember? Yeah, you're um, not alone, mate. You did it to a lot of people. Do you remember Peely yeah, when so. we? Um, I think it was two thousand and when was it? Two thousand and four, maybe. And um, we or three, it might have been. I can't remember. Um, playing in England, right? And we had this secret we- weapon, which was you jumping at the front of the lineup against Martin Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's how we thought we were going to beat England. Dominated it. I know. Surprise him. I remember um, going after a ball, front ball. I went up to try and compete, and I got elbowed straight in the nose. Okay, so I hit them. I, I was literally fallen from the top of the liner on my knees in pain, just holding my holding my nose, like thinking, like, what is going on? Mate, you've taken the short straw a couple of times because that was one. Remember in the Lions 05, and they wanted to do something to the hacker, and they created this massive. Um, it looked like I don't know what it was. A massive setup, but it had to be led by the youngest person in the yeah. team, which was you. So you basically had to had to watch the hacker on your own. Yeah, the, the worst thing about that is right. So when we um, when we were planning it into in like rehearsing it, what we were going to do. So I was standing at the front, and then um, Brian Driscoll was on his knees just in front of me, and then. <laughs> that sounds dodgy, but that's that's what he was doing. But then, and everyone else was sort of like ten meters in the in an arc around us. When it came to the game, everyone was standing about forty meters back. They were on the twenty-two, <laughs> and we were right up the front. Oh my god! So good memories, though. You had to face on your own. Well, it didn't go very well. It didn't go very well. <laughs> Narrowly lost we that series. It. We scrapped it. We scrapped it after the first test. <laughs> uh, I think we won that series. I can't remember. Yeah, um, yeah. No. Yeah. No, no one remembers. No one remembers. It's fine. It's fine. You want it. Yeah. You want it. You want it. Uh, so how, how's life over in Northern Ireland? Then is it a bit odd being stuck over there and not sort of back at home? Or are you are you all right? No, we're okay, thanks. Yeah. So look, we've been here three years now. So I suppose um, you know, life life set, we settled a bit here. You know, so it's um, yeah, everything's everything's a bit strange, isn't it? Obviously, I suppose it's, it's the same everywhere. Everyone's, everyone's sort of following the same. Same sort of lockdown measures everywhere, so just trying to get on with it as best we can, really. Were you um, ever tempted to come back to Wales? Not so much during this period, but obviously Brad Moore leaving the Scarlets. Um, have you got any ambitions to come back, or are you you're quite yeah, happy learning th- your trade there? I think at some point, yeah, definitely I'd like to come back, obviously. Um, um, yeah, at some point, uh, you know, if the opportunity arises, I'd like But, you know, at the minute, it's, you know, I'm obviously on the contract here and um, you know enjoying it I think they're a good bunch of boys to work with here um, you know things have been going fairly you know okay for us so yeah. just trying to learn the trade and and just work hard really um, I've got a question for you um, and you don't have to give an honest answer but you do really 
you know, yeah. like there's there's always guys you compete with, and some people find themselves being like best mates with their number one competitor and whatever but not very often usually they don't actually like them they just have to pretend to because they're in the public eye yeah so do, like guys like mike phillips do you actually like him or do you actually <laughs> resent him and hate him a little bit no i don't resent him and hate him i, I think i think in, in 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 all sports i think you have not right and that's not a rivalry but you can't be of you're very competitive you know i was a competitive person and you know from that perspective you're always going to be competitive against your your um your opposition, but no, I, I, I never really had a, a massive grudge against anyone, really. If I'm perfectly honest, I think I think competitive, yes, but not like to the point where um, that's a shame. That's you're a disliking shame. people, no. You had 76 caps for your country, right? Um, well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, congrats. But there was an opportunity that potentially you could have got, you know, 30, 40 more. Um, when you look back now, you retired. Is there anything you would have done different, or are you happy um, with the decisions you made? I mean, you've had you've had an all right career. Fine, yeah, it's been, yeah, fine. It's been all right. Yeah, um, like right. I think I think like uh, the decisions I made, I, I've really enjoyed. I mean, firstly, I really enjoyed my career, and I think I like, obviously moved a bit and moved moved to, moved to Manchester and lived there for a while and yeah. uh, played for Sale. And I really enjoyed like from what it gave me as a as a, as a person as well. I, I really enjoyed that. I thought that. Um, you know, it would be easy for me to stay to stay in in South Wales, and you know, I would have enjoyed that as well. But I think just just in terms of you know, I think we really enjoyed our time up there. Yeah. I think so. So I've no regrets from that perspective. Um, what okay? What about if you look back now at your career? What what would be your favourite game? What game would you look back on now and think that is that's, um, the, one. that's the fondest one? Yeah, I I think. I think the big games. Um, I think they're number really, and I think it, it goes in stages of a career. You know, when you're young and you, you get an opportunity to play for the Scarlets first, because Scarlets was obviously my my home club as well. I loved. Yeah. I grew up watching them, so to get make your debut there, and then then when you move on and play big European games for them, I thought they were they were massive. You know, playing against Leicester at home and Munster at home and, and big big games there at Stradley Park. I really loved them. Yeah, I think I think internationally, obviously that. The Grand Slam game of mm. 2005 stands out for me, and the reason it stands out is because man of the match. Yeah, that's one night. That's one. Yeah, <laughs> took it off. Me. <laughs> took it off. Me. Took it off you. Yeah, <laughs> I had it the week before as well. Greedy. Uh, greedy. Yeah, <laughs> but like, um, I think I think just because we we'd gone so long without having one, and you know, for the for terms of our age, we never really had. We never really knew a team who'd gone on to win Grand Slams, or never yeah. followed a team. You know, being you know obviously Welsh fans, so it, for us it was you know 27 years, I think it was. So it was, it was an awesome day, um, and everything was good about that. Like the, the crowds and stuff was great. The weather was awesome, and you know I think for us that, that for us that'll always I think be stand out as, as a huge game. You've also played in a couple of different positions, scrum half and uh, left wing. I've seen you on there. Yeah, played full backwards. Full, did you? Against <laughs> America. Why? Why did, How did you that go? <laughs> uh, it was all right. I think it was all right. Yeah. I remember. Uh, I remember Peely coming on the wing against Pacific Barbarians in Japan, right? And he's just looking at me and he's going, "What do I do? What do I do?" <laughs> right, well, I don't mate, know. I've got no idea. 
Just trying. You had someone really big in front of you as well. Mate, he's massive. He's something younger. He's yeah. huge. <laughs> I was thinking of myself, right this time, would, would it have been 2001? I'd probably been about 10 and a half stone. And I was thinking of this guy. And I was thinking, oh, if this guy gets the ball, there's no chance. You're gone, there's, there's, absolutely, there's absolutely no chance. But, um, hey, did you, um, you had a good crack up at Sale Sharks then? Because I always think that'd be quite a good club, club to play for, Sale. You enjoyed yeah. it up there, did you? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good, you know. I think like um, so when I first went there, it was it was littered like the super. You know, I was it's one of the reasons yeah. I went there really because you had you obviously had Chabal, Bruno, yeah. Lee Nilfuri there, uh, Juan Lobby, Luke McAllister. You know, they're just top top team there. You know, so I thought, but then, well, then obviously Saint Andre left, and within sort of three four months from me arriving there, so it was difficult then because we lost a lot of those players. Um, so the next couple of years was quite difficult, but then towards towards the last part of my career there, I think they started to build a good a good ethos and a good a good mentality around the place, and um, and I think obviously they had to do a bit of a bit of a, uh, a transformation of the squad, etc., because a lot of people are left. So look, they've been building slowly, and I think this year obviously they're, they're right in the mix. Um, you know, if the league such what the league does get does get going again you know they'd be right in the mix for that for that uh for that championship i reckon yeah I agree. But in terms you. of the city and stuff though flats it's it's class you know yeah it's, it's a great a, yeah. place it's a great place to live and and good people up there um yeah. so yeah from that perspective i loved it and did you get on well with pete anglesey big red big angie yeah no he's great what a boy. so what so angie so sort of took over when um so Mike Brewer was the coach, and then uh, before before Dines and in the interim period, Angie was head coach, and uh, we beat Saris actually in his first game in charge at home. So that was yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a good one. But he's a good bloke, yeah, great bloke. I remember being on a like a England England tour or Saxons tour or something like that, England A tour or something in two thousand and three, I think. And um, Steve Diamond and Jim Mallander were the coaches on it, and Angie was one of the players on the tour but he was playing number eight and we kept receiving kickoffs and cocking it up basically and somebody was trying to do something flash or whatever and um and angie put his hand up and said how are we going to sort these out number steve Dunn was like right we're going to do about these exits lads because they are terrible and angie said look give it me right knock it up someone else knock it up and then knock it out so knock it up knock it up knock it out and uh, kickoff, he's someone said. I remember him just licking his hands and rubbing his hands to say, "Give it me, I'll knock it up, I'll knock it up." Yeah, you'll knock it up. That's all he ever said. Knock it up, knock it up. He was the, <laughs> he was the single best player on that tour. He was our yeah. best player. He was absolutely brilliant. But because he was like basically a forty-five-year-old darts player who happened to be an elite rugby player yeah. who basically was using rug- rugby got in the way of his social life. It was like people they never picked him for England or anything. But he was so good. He was so good. Knock it up, knock it up, knock it out. Peely, do you remember um, in 2004, Flats, we went to um, Argentina, right? We did a two-game two tour of Argentina. And unfortunately, we had to play South Africa then on the third. Um, anyway, first game was in a place called Tucumán in Argentina. It was, it was a horrible place, wasn't it? They were serving thumb soup. Remember that, Peely? <laughs> yeah. they, they come out serving soup, right? And the thumbs in the dish as they're carrying it. <laughs> we, we lose that and... And uh, we end up having a, a fairly large night, don't we? Um, we get security. Oh, you did. <laughs> By accident, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, some security guard comes in our room. Is that right? He came in our room, didn't he? 
I, yeah. anyway, I anyway, the following week, we're in um, Buenos Aires. And, um, and Mike Relic's our coach, right? And because it's actually a close game in the end, it was something like 50-odd, 43 or 44. We lost by like six points. Um, so the next following week's in um, Buenos Aires. And Mike Ruddock, who's a coach at the time, tries, he's trying to motivate us, okay? Because we need a bit of a kick up the backside. And he sits us in a horseshoe and he goes through every single player and gives a little, gives like a little sound bite on every single player. And he's going around the and thinking that it would motivate us. We end up just trying to keep a straight face. He's going, he's going about Gethin Jenkins. He's great charging, great charge down at kicks, mate. Keep going, Mellon, keep going. He goes to the second <laughs> rows, right? You've got Brent Cobain and Gareth Llewellyn, two really old, like, stalwarts. The game, he goes, second rows, or just keep going. Um, Dwayne Pe- comes to Peely, goes, Peely, you've got a future. Um, and what he said, <laughs> he comes to me, he says, he comes to me, he says, word off the street is you're an impact player, Shanks. Show me different. And he's just going around the whole squad. It was honestly, <laughs> do you remember it, Peely? It yeah. was just, it was one of the funniest things. To, didn't he say something to Dal Jones? Uh, said something to Dal. I was... Yeah. Fish lips. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Fish yeah. lips. Yeah, but <laughs> fish lips. Yeah, he's always, he's, he's always got this bemused look on his face, doesn't he, with his lips open? Like, what? What? Oh. I remember being like, it, it's good. not, it's not the same situation, but it's like because you boys were first, like, in the first team for your country, and I was rarely in the first team. I was in the second team. So then you think when you're in the England A team. What does the coach say to motivate you every time? You don't need him to say anything is the truth because you, you don't need anyone to say anything. You just go out and play, don't you? But um, remember, we had a coach and he just called Jed Glynn, who's still at Leicester Tigers now. We got on great with Jed and we had a really good time with England A. And we were playing Scotland A, I think, ended up being three all on a Friday night. It was just terrible. Like an absolute, it was an absolute joke of a game. And um, before the game, he sat there and he was like, he turned a bit of paper over from memory and he had our team. Then he had the England first team playing against Scotland at Murrayfield the next day. And he said, I wouldn't swap one of you for any of them. I wouldn't swap one. And I remember someone saying, wouldn't mind having Johnny Wilkinson tonight, Jed. But apart from that, it was like one of those things where you just, you know, he's not telling the truth. You absolutely know he's not. And you're like, well, at least you're in the first team. And Mike's like, at least he's kind of being honest with us. It's like, we are literally the players they didn't want. You don't have to pretend we're not, mate. Yeah, we know. Um, right, we'll let you get no. back to your family now. I'm sure you've got not lots to do. A bit of gardening, maybe. Hey, good um, luck. Um, I haven't got much of a garden. Just it's artificial grass, which is a blessing. Are you... Um, oh, yeah. Are you going bike Press. rides, anything like that? So you can brush it. Um, yeah, take it. No, to be honest, we've been going out with a bike now and again. There's, there's actually a golf course not far from here, from, well, just down the end of the road, so... Been walking around that a bit with the kids. Yeah. Been climbing a few trees and just doing bits and bobs. Making a bow and keep arrow. Keep your distance, yeah. Just keep your distance. Keep hey, your distance. Thanks, yeah. for, uh, exactly. thanks for chatting to us. Um, just quickly, um, worst dress player you ever played with? Stephen Jones. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Easy. <laughs> That's it. That's all we want. Loves a gilet <laughs> and Ben Sherman uh, shoes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Hanging. Okay, Cheers, Peter. Good man. Stay Peely, safe, take guys. care, mate. Bye, bye, bye. Lovely bloke, isn't he? He's really nice, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Too nice, too nice. Um, too nice. Makes me sick. But there we go. Yeah, good form. That was, that was Dwayne Peel. Um, you know, let us know, people, guys, girls, kids, um, animals, who you would like us to ring because no one is doing anything at the moment. And no. if they don't pick up, then, 
you know, they're just they're just arrogant. They're ignorant. I'm still waiting for um like loads of high profile podcasts to ask us to come on and chat about life. I text um, Daniel they... Craig uh, to see if he'd come on. What's he like? What's he up to? Well, when I say text, I don't mean text. Um, I haven't even texted him, yeah. but I just wanted to sound cool. I'm not like Alex Popham, who keeps messaging Gary Barlow. about some Has he replied yet, Barlow? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, hopefully he has. Hi, Gary. Um, hope you and the family are well. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, we're going well, we'll to... We've got... Pops is trying to do a good thing. Well, Pops is trying to do a good thing. He's trying to do something for the NHS, but I just, I love that. Doesn't even. We're going to get um get. I'll 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 tweet Liam Gallagher after this if he wants to come on Monday. Yes, but tell him to watch his language. All right, because all right, kid. Yeah, all right, kid. And I'll let you know. I'll let you know how my pork goes later on. All right. Yeah. Uh, Well, let me know on social. All right. I like to. I like to see food on. um, I like to see barbecue food on social media. And if you don't see a picture of it, what does that mean? You've eaten it. No, it was crap. Yeah, it was rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I right. cocked it up. Well, look, all right, well, stay safe, all right? Cheers, guys. Ta-da. And you stay safe Stay as well. safe. Ta-da. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 